This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And as mentioned on the daily financial news, I have an extra special guest for you today. I have a friend who's been on the channel twice, but she's coming back because she's bringing the fire with Airbnb. How are you doing this morning, Alicia? I am doing fabulous. Thanks for asking. It's a beautiful day here in Huntsville, Alabama. And I'm going to take it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> That's great. And let's let's just uh, remind folks, you've been on the channel twice, I think, once in the very early beginning. I bet you were the first 40 videos talking about that first house flip that was just bought cheap and Correct. you did some amazing things with. And then like a year later, we came back because you really found your groove with flipping and, and we're just doing some amazing things. That's what I remember. How about you? That is exactly right. And I will say that that breadwinning of flipping, I haven't tossed that to the side. I am still going strong with that. I will say I had to incorporate some help. So now yeah. I have an executive assistant, right? So she's really acting as the gatekeeper and only the really important information comes directly to my table. So um, yeah, still flipping. Yep. Still got corporation going on. And then I have also integrated into Airbnb and the corporate housing model. And that company started in 2019. At this point, we have scaled and we are growing rapidly. And I'm super excited to be able to share that with others. And uh, yeah, that's what this whole thing was about, the little mini series that we did. Absolutely. I want to talk about how it started, you know, where you've gone, because you're doing amazing things uh, and you've done some great work for us in this new course, but let's kind of tease people. How did it all start in 2019? Because let's be frank, you were making great money flipping houses. I mean, yeah. Why, why yeah. branch off and do something else? Okay, so that was that was like pulling teeth and it was completely between my ears, right? I thought the same thing. Why would I change? Why would I possibly change something that's going so great? And here's why. Tax mitigation. <laughs> yes. Okay gains capital gains if if you've flipped if you've flipped one house let me make that clear you are worthy in my book yeah um, for all beginner investors number two is once you do enough of them you're going to realize that uncle sam has his handout <laughs> and he, this was a great way to counter balance that yeah. right having rental income so that was one one draw additionally everyone's heard the saying don't have all your eggs in one basket so uh, yeah. that was another thing but i did not know how to actually get started and um this is what triggered the ripple okay mm -hmm. yeah i started with a mentor and his name is al williamson al is still going strong he is primarily in the corporate housing and extended stay model and essentially he was able to show me the outline of his business. And I took that same concept. I applied it here locally in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, We've grown on that. And we've branched into not only the extended stay market, but also the short-term market. And they, they might have a lot of opposites within the business model, but your target market 
who is your ideal clientele and what kind of um, percentages as far as ROI can you expect? Very similar, very similar. Wow. So have you, are you, so your flipping business, your corporate rentals, your Airbnb, your kind of dailies still just Huntsville, Alabama proper? Yes. I am still primarily investing in my back door. I will say that I have, um, I own a corporation in Florida mm-hmm. and I do plan to eventually move some of that down there and start collecting up property there. But for now, our entire portfolio is here locally. And I'm going to say within about 30 miles of me, but for those listeners, uh, Huntsville is a beautiful untapped market. And just so that, you know, our labor statistics in 2019 said that 36% of all travelers to Huntsville, Alabama stay for more than 30 days. Mm. What comes with that? You get standard landlord tax deductions. You're getting this two to three, or I'm sorry, two to three to 4% return. So if you're buying the house for a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to be banking 2000 to 4,000 per month, right? A mm-hmm. uh, lot of really great things that come from the short-term stays, as well as you get to check in on your property more yeah. often, yeah. right? So you don't come up with that, the, the tenant who stayed there for two years and then checked out, and then you have $10,000 maintenance bill, right? Oh yeah. Been there. A lot of great things. Yeah. The reason I brought that up is because a lot of people, when they get into real estate, they have success, which I would call your flipping business clearly a success. Mm-hmm. What some people do is they go, the, my backyard is, um, there's no more opportunity. And then for whatever reason, they just go, the grass is greener over there or over there or over there. Not realizing that, you know what, maybe if you just you know, change the business model a little bit. You know, Huntsville provides great opportunities. And as you know, I've stayed in Fresno for 20 years. I've just changed what lane I'm in. Yeah. And there's no problem with people staying in their own backyard. But I will say, if you can study the demographics and you can study things like uh, market research metadata from data aggregators like Mm -hmm. airdna.co, if you can get on those websites and really leverage the information that they have, you can find out what markets will the same amount of money if invested there? Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I am going to go outside my backyard. I haven't done it yet. And there's no, nothing wrong. There's no problem with that. I have so many people who tell me, Alicia, how come you're not investing in notes and doing all this? And I was like, there's a, a time and place, but yeah. I'm going to hold my lane for now. Right. Yeah. And um, so I'm getting there. I just yeah. haven't. And what I'm doing with my portfolio that's here, I'm completely optimizing it. So I'm going to make sure that scale growth um, automation, all the kinks have been worked out. And then we're going to go to other places. Got it. Kind of make it work in your backyard so you can see it, manage it, and then just kind of photocopy. Yeah. Copy paste. Yeah. See, that's why you're so smart. I like that. So, so let's paint the vision for folks. So it's 2019. Uh, you're, you're ending the year. Uh, how many kind of Airbnbs, corporate rentals does Alicia and team have? Oh, you cut out. Nope. I'm still here. Yeah. 2019. Okay. The end of 2019, I had, um, one, two, three, four, uh, between four and six then. Okay. Yeah. And that was the very first year that I got. So like 2018, I I took on some mentors. I really started studying and it was that around Christmas of 2018 into 2019 where I said, okay, we're going to, we're going to commit. 
we're going to, I did my first one. I did it in um, March of 2019. I got my first property. And when I did that, the very first month it was, we were booked. So I started out on the platform and my husband said, oh, let's not do too many of these until we see how this whole Airbnb, Airbnb thing works out. The very first month I was completely booked until 2020. Wow. Every year got booked and I did have some openings, right? So I was sitting at like an 82% occupancy rate as long as no one canceled. Right. And he's like, yeah, let's do it again. So <laughs> as as I got the, the AOK, I got the AOK and like, it was the end of April, beginning of May of uh, that same year. So 2019, my husband said, yep, do them. I went and got three and he goes, oh my God, no, no more, no more. And um, that's hilarious. It was super exciting. It was very exciting. Uh, I will say that I bit off more than I could chew with three because behind the scenes, you know, I, I still got to, I'm, I'm pregnant at the time. And I also have a flipping business going on. And have you ever ordered three full houses worth of furniture to your front door? <laughs> That's a lot of boxes. That is a lot of boxes. And we didn't, the staff did not know which furniture piece went to which house I did. It was all trapped between my ears. Oh, it's funny. So, um, a, a, a good rule of thumb is start out slow. <laughs> <laughs> Do one, then Do two. One. Don't go one to four. Yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, so I made a big jump. But I will say, um, and this is going to surprise a lot of listeners, that I scaled back this year. I took my portfolio and I dropped uh, four houses intentionally, like they were rental arbitrages, because it was, I've noticed that me personally, I was more scattered. And because my personal attention, which could be leveraged, Mm -hmm. was looking at these houses, and I wasn't in there cleaning them or nothing. I decided that the ones that did not require my attention that had the smaller spread, I was going to clean the plate of those. And what I've done is scaled back. I've put into place all the automation, all the, um, what they call, uh, workflows. Sure. So communication between me and the guests have become automatic. I've upped my staffing. Wow. So I got everything prepared and I, I dropped down and then I jumped back up to 11, 11 wow. properties. And so, yeah, that was, that was a big change for me right off. And uh, I kind of have some lofty goals. I'm going to give my new help VAs and employees about 90 days to half a year, you know, six months to really get into the flow of things. And then I think we're going to increase up to 28 properties. Wow. Yeah. So, so let's talk about those first four. Uh, I mean, again, I've been watching you for a couple of years now, your flips, your design elements, just amazing. I'm guessing these four were houses, but maybe not. Uh, yes. Yeah. They were all, those were all houses. I have taken on a duplex and I have taken on a triplex. Mm-hmm. I did hear more from those individuals that were there because of things like, you know, just having another guest, yeah. right? I think it comes with its own set of issues, but I will say me owning the triplex, like your returns yeah. are incredible. They're much better than as if that just stayed a single family. Okay. As well as, um, what else? There were always a little bit of more moving parts whenever yeah. it came to the duplex. And I will say that they did not perform in the exact same area 
numerically, like my bottom line and stuff, they did not perform exactly like the single family home. So for those people out there thinking that they're going to rental arbitrage and or master lease or property manage an entire apartment complex, you need to go about that kind of slowly, cautiously, because the data that you're finding on Airbnb for single family homes, airdna.co, that data might not necessarily transgress to be exactly the same. Okay? Gotcha. That makes I sense. Think that that's a common mistake a lot of people do. They they go in and they're like, oh, I'll take this whole duplex or this whole triplex all at once. Right. There you go. I, that makes total sense to me. So I was thinking about those four houses. Did you do what you do? You put your special sauce on all of them and made them really cute. And they just got a pop on Airbnb and VRBO, I'm guessing. They, yes, they do. They, um, they've really stood out. So I've got two of them that really jump out that people love. Uh, one is a New England style Victorian. And we call that, so every house gets its name and gets a title whenever, yeah. and of course it's called the executive. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know, there's a reason, yeah. but uh, very, very nice properties. And some of the other ones, maybe I knew that the return wasn't going to be as, as big. And on those properties, yeah, I didn't take them to the max, right? They don't have granite and all of them. They, you don't have to do that. Not right. every property. Here's what's something really that you need to focus on. Number one complaint is safety. Yep. It does not matter how nice the, the house is or the building is. When people pull up or they walk outside and they don't feel safe, you, you're you going to have checkouts, number mm. one. Number two, when you're vetting the property, ask yourself, would a woman walk down the street at night and be comfortable? Simple. You forget the classes. Forget class D, class A, whatever. Just look around and ask yourself that. And if you can properly answer those questions, then you're going to be okay on that first one. The right. second one, being the most updated, not it does not have to be the nicest house with all the best amenities. What it needs to be is clean. Mm. What do I mean by clean? Make sure it's got new caulk lines. Go through, paint, refresh, new caulk lines on the baseboards. Like make sure all those little Simple, holes. yeah clean, clean lines everywhere. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Those are probably the biggest complaints you're going to hear and just solving those two problems. You're going to get a lot of that chatter and five-star reviews. <laughs> there you, yeah. Five-star reviews are, are awesome. Very important. So something uh, you've done for us in one rental at a time, right? I have a course called how to get started one rental at a time where I bring on experts in areas. I have zero experience. And as you know, I have zero experience at least yet in yeah. Airbnb. So you were gracious enough to say, yeah, I want to do that. And you went out and created almost three hours of material for the students. Uh, yeah. So we're adding Airbnb as a bonus section. You want to talk about kind of the outline and what your thought process was? I do. I do. Absolutely. So we've kind of uh, behind the scenes, we've referred to this mini series as nothing but nuggets. And uh, <laughs> that's the reason we have called it that is because I took so a lot of learning lessons, mm -hmm. everything where I had to trial and error, make a mistake, grow from it. And it was noted down and it was distributed to my team. We took those learning lessons and we condensed it into three, uh, I would say they're like three 45 minute videos approximately where we tell you just the bread and butter, right? right. We're telling you the details. And of course, there are ways to get back with me later on if, if maybe something didn't make sense or you want a further yeah. explanation or vetting your particular portfolio or whatever, you can do that. But 
you're going to get a business outline in three hours. That's all. What more could you ask for? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, folks, I've been, I've been through almost all of it. Uh, just so you can know folks that are in my course waiting for this. Cause I just add it. I don't charge for it. It's a bonus section. You get it for being a part of the course is my, my team is editing the videos. Cause teachable has a limit on size two two gigs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so don't worry about it. My team is editing. So it's going to end up being about 18 videos, 17 or 18 videos. Wow. Yeah. So still nothing but nuggets, nothing but nuggets. Yeah. And again, it's probably, you know, you go through them one, one, one a day or something. And um, right, right. Yeah. What, what you've given the audience here is, is it's a masterclass in Airbnb there. If they've had any inkling in Airbnb, they're going to come out of this and go, I, they're either going to say, I get it or like, no, thanks. And that's okay. Right. I, that's totally okay. Yeah. That's, and my business model, even like how I choose a particular property, that may not be for everyone. So let's take Walter Wolford, for example. You know Walter, right? I do, yeah. So Walter, he targets huge buildings. He wants like a six bedroom, eight bedroom property. And if it is five bedrooms, he wants to add three, right? (laughs) And because he's trying to attract these individuals who are there for like a weekend wedding, Right. He may not host the event, but he wants to host the party, right? right? He wants to host the people of that event. And uh, his returns are excellent. And, you know, you're going to find your own niching group or you're not. There, My husband looks at this business model and he goes, never, ever, not for me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and that's, again, that's that when you're a good student or a good teacher, hmm. when the when the students leave, they should say either, yes, I want this or no, I don't. And you are a great teacher, right? You, you give personal examples, you give stories. More importantly, you say why, right? It's like, it's not like do this my way, the highway. It's like, do this. And then, you know, these are the, this, these are why. Yeah. And, and that's just a gift you have. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the doting. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. I just, Good. yeah. So being a, being someone that gives back uh, in creating a course, nothing but nuggets is pretty awesome. You have any stories or two you want to share about, uh, you know, running Airbnbs uh, so people can get excited about it? Well, I, I can give people plenty of stories, but something to learn from. Yeah. Uh, when, when it crosses your mind, do I need help? Mm-hmm. Is it time to seek you know, an assistant or virtual assistant, maybe out of the Philippines, I think you're three months too late. Yes, exactly. Okay. I, was, I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. If you're yeah. thinking about it, you're late. You're late to the party and really um, getting someone either as a co-host through a virtual assistant. And you can find that all day on upwork.com. And these are people who, how do you know they're right for the job? Whenever you sit down and have that initial interview or that conversation, they're going to teach you something about their position, Mm -hmm. right? And so finding that person, that's essential to clearing your plate, right? So what is my role in both businesses now? Of course, I'm in the growth stage, which means I'm uncomfortable. So when I'm uncomfortable and I'm growing, my team knows like they can look at me and they go, okay, it's not a good time. to (laughs) Turn around. (laughs) Growing. But, and that's really how we look at it, but they are the gatekeepers Mm. to information that comes to me. And my primary role is two things. I want to make decisions 
and I want to do income generating tasks mm -hmm. where if I sit down at my computer, I'm going to be making 150 to $200 an hour for that time I'm sitting there. If I'm not doing that, then my, if my time is focused on cleaning a unit or whatever, which I haven't done in like a year or even <laughs> half, I'm spoiled, yeah. but yeah. here and over there, I would totally, totally jump in and do anything I have to do. Yeah. Just keep my business afloat. If that's cleaning, if I had to work at McDonald's, I would do whatever I need to do. The fact is no one can change what's here. No one can right. change it. And because of that, I know that it's just a stepping stone to bigger things. Oh, yeah. um, so when you need the help, hire the help. Yes, there's going to be some downtime for training. Get over it because eventually that's going to be free and clear time. Um, that was a big one for me to truly grasp. And with whenever it comes to things like virtual assistants, my question was, how does someone in the Philippines become a good co-host for a house they've never visited, never seen, never laid eyes on? There is something called a property DNA sheet. And I mean, you tell that co-host, you give them tons of pictures. You're going to take pictures of the inside of the cabinets. You're going to take pictures looking out the windows up and down the road for them. They're going to have a bird's eye view of this property. And the property DNA sheet, it lists what room the hot water heater is in. It lists the electric meter number, right? It tells them absolutely everything they need to know. And having that information at your fingertips whenever you scale your units, it's, it's so helpful. It's so helpful. That's so awesome. Um, yeah, this this is so amazing to to because um, again the first time we met I believe it was at uh, Jim Ingersoll's meeting kind of yeah. eighteen I think yes yeah yeah so it was eighteen and at that point you were you were just starting your flipping business right I think you'd done one maybe you had done two but you were just starting you were you were you were clearly growing and going to go far hence the first interview but two years later. You've blossomed into this, what I'll say is a CEO, right? You have multiple businesses. You look at it entirely different. I mean, if people go back and watch our first conversations, you were in the weeds, right? It was, Rose. yeah, you were it. It was, yeah. your company was you and it was special and doing amazing things, but you were limited, right? Because you, 24 hours in a day. I, I was still... I would say I'm still hungry, but I'm wiser. And so I don't have to take that learning curve anymore. I go from here to here. I jump, right? Yeah. We're learning things. But even in 2018, I think I had completed at that point, like probably like eight or 10. Okay. Some, somewhere in there, but I, I was still doing just a couple at a time. And the fact that I was in the throes, in the weeds, finally separating myself from that, that was hard to do because yeah. in your mind, and you're going to hear this cliche all the time, only I can do this. Yeah, yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And here's here's a great example. A lot of people out there, they have children. Yep. Whoever's listening to this, if you have children, you might think that was hard as crap. Only I can do that. Only I can do childbearing and that's not true. Look at how many people do it and they do it well. Mm. And so you've got to take hard tasks and give people credit. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a big thing for me to stick, take a different role. Yeah. And, um, man, am I glad I did. Oh, it's, yeah, it's far more rewarding. You get a lot more done, better leverage, better quality of life. Cause yes. I, I actually went back and watched that first interview. You were doing awesome things, but you were 
frazzled might be a good word. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and now to look at you, it's like, it's almost like the pressure's off you're, and you're bigger and doing more things. It's, yeah. it's kind of fun to see the evolution. It is. It's a great evolution. And, you know, at the time I, whenever we spoke, I'm not sure exactly when that was, but I, I was still, I never had a W2 position. Like I dropped my W2 position, like in 2015 or 16, I can't remember, but uh, since then, I haven't had an employment like that. Like a, yeah. I was not an employee. I was trying to survive on my own, right? And it was strictly survival. You're right. I was frazzled because at the same time, between flips, I was still designing. I was a designer yeah. for high-end clients, right? I remember. Even book on my calendar, I wanted them to hold $30,000 into an escrow account. So I made sure they were serious, right? right. Yeah. So uh, doing that on top of trying to flip was a madhouse and I was so <laughs> yeah so where so where are you where, where does this Airbnb thing because again you took a step back to take a step forward and you can already see the results coming but but uh, you know what's the future look like for your business you think okay so from flipping will continue because I see a lot of multi-generational wealth and that multi-generational wealth will be uh, let's say there will be asset protection and leverage done through infinite sure. banking concepts, as well as things like dynasty trusts, beneficial mm -hmm. trusts, um, from the flipping standpoint or save or hanging on to those properties in my portfolio. Mm -hmm. A lot of those might short-term become things like Airbnbs, right? And for the flipping, or I'm sorry, for the extended stay corporate rental and Airbnb business, I think there is a gap in the marketplace here locally for property management. So hmm. I might get my, the homes that I own personally, get those optimized, go outside my back door and see if I can truly do it hands off, right? right. Like none of my employees have their boots on the ground. I can't tell them to go to this storage unit or whatever, like completely virtual okay. and come back home with that knowledge and start some type of property management business ah, for Airbnb. That makes sense. Well, there's a big gap in the market. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know that anybody's doing that. Well, there's, there's quite a few gaps in the market. If <laughs> I have to be honest with how young Airbnb and the entire concept is, you know, yeah. it's still not completely accepted by companies like banks, institutional lenders. Sure. They still poo poo on the idea of it, even though the returns are two, three, four times as much as standard 12 month lease, right? Yeah. That, so as this concept is being embraced more and more and there's more technology surrounding it, mm. I, I do see an opportunity. And so I might consider converting into um, like maybe keeping about 20 houses as yeah. my own and then taking an additional 30 for a just property management and me taking a cut. Sure, right? of course. And what, what's the beauty of that? I don't have to buy the furnishings. Yeah. I have to buy the house. I don't have to pay for maintenance. And I just yeah. offload that. And I'm managing the communication essentially. And the, uh, the idea that, and this is so big, he who markets is yeah. he who wins, right? And when 
when you just are managing the marketing channels, then it, it will make your business grow huge. And that will be an area where I can really blossom from in the property management space. So. That is awesome. Well, lots of people in my community, I'm sure are going to want to reach out to you and follow you. How do you want them to do that? Email, Facebook groups? What, what is it for you? So I would say that um, you will be able to see upcoming published content through all my channels at www.aliciamerriman.com. Cool. And uh, we will have some mini courses coming up. We will have some master courses coming up as well as people are able to book a one-on-one -on -one consult with me oh, wow. where we can target a specific issue. Like is your is money a problem? Are you having a problem finding funding for either your Airbnb or extended say rental or what have you flipping business, right? Been there too. Yeah. Whatever your particular pain point is or whatever's bottlenecking your company, let's talk about it. And you can do that there. So AliciaMerriman.com. If you want to just shoot me an email for whatever reason, you can uh, do that through home, H-O-M-E, resurrection, R-E-S-U-R-R-E-C-T-I-O-N at gmail.com. And me or Miss Ginger, my executive assistant, will reply to you promptly. So. Very cool. And the website, just so I know, because I will put it in the first line of my description, is Alicia Merriman, no spaces, no periods, nothing, just AliciaMerriman.com. You got it. Very cool. I will make sure that is there. Uh, any closing thoughts? I just want to thank you for your time. It's amazing to see what you're doing now, what you've blossomed into. And thank you so much for creating the course. Folks, it will be probably the next 48 hours. You have all the videos available to you. So yeah, closing thoughts, video one, that's going to be the micros and macros of um, how does, if you were looking at from the outside in, how do you vet and, and start to operate one of these businesses? Uh, video number two of the series is a little more details on automation and what at what point are you teeter-tottering going how do we grow okay that's what happens there we talk about the artificial intelligence automation apps and some people this is what they'll say to me they'll say oh that's so expensive it's a hundred dollars a month consider it as an employee would you pay a hundred a month for that employee. Oh yeah. If you get the same return, you're probably going to get more. So start looking at these apps and helpers as just what they are. They're bringing uh. men to you. Okay. And then the third video is a little bit more advanced concepts. And it's how I have been able to leverage my portfolio. Okay. What else have we done to bring money to the table from the same properties? Have we been able to add an accessory use dwelling? Have we been able to add a secondary uh, house onto the parcel or just bring in, bring in a building, right? Mm -hmm. Not even build it from like stick built. Or we got one property where we added a billboard because it was on the highway. Hey, there you okay. go. You rent out things like kayaks for a fee. Yeah. So leveraging your portfolio. Um, again, all three of those series right here, and he's broken it down into a lot of little mini pieces. I love it. I love the fact that it's free. Help people out. That's awesome. Well, folks, again, AliciaMerriman.com. Check her out. She's amazing. And if you ever see one of her flips on Facebook, you can just go, ah, that's ah. Alicia's work. You can tell. It's just a special thing you have. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Michael. And I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. You too.